This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. What's up, War Report family? We are back with another great edition of the Auburn Express podcast powered by the War Report. It's Thursday. Joining me, as always, is my guy, Auburn Memes, and my girl, B Mac at Brandy Mac on Twitter. That's three E's for all of you people who are wondering. Uh, guys, it's the offseason for football and basketball, but Auburn baseball is the hottest team in America right now. These guys are on fire. Eight straight headed into the SEC tournament. I think a lot of people are excited about where that's going. Uh, softball season did end, though. Uh, they got put out. What, Brady, who did they get? It was it Clemson that put them out? Yeah, they got put out in the regional against Clemson, made it to the regional final, and played. ended up playing two games on regional championship Sunday. And Brielis hit a grand slam in the first game against Clemson on um, mm. Sunday to help that. And then... Yeah, just did not ran out of gas in that psyche game against them. Mm. Well, uh, speaking of Brie Ellis, after the game, uh, she immediately entered the transfer portal, which sparked a lot of very interesting conversation about a great many things. Now, uh, between the three of us, uh, both on mic and off mic, we have talked about the Under Armour partnership that Auburn has with you know said company. And uh, Bree has in the past expressed some displeasure with some of their equipment. And uh, they have not been popular in other sports either. Right. So, Brandy, you know, I want to start with you on this one. Um, you have been pretty close to a lot of stuff that's been going on with softball. And, you know, and given your professional background, <laughs> we definitely want to get your thoughts on that partnership and how that's working for Auburn. You know, that contract is coming up for renewal soon. You know, get open open with your thoughts on Auburn's partnership with Under Armour as yeah, is right now. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who don't know, Mike mentioned my professional experience because I have a degree in finance and my I have five years of professional experience and the finance industry, private equity, um, investment, that kind of thing. So just from a financial perspective, Auburn signed their contract with Under Armour in 2015. And 
Part of that deal included issuing the university $10 million in Under Armour stock. At the time that that happened and was executed, Under Armour was trading at $54.70 per share. Mm-hmm. As of around today, it's trading around $9.08 per share. What? So, <laughs> yeah. And also of note, around 2015, that same time frame in that fall when Auburn signed that contract, it's the highest Under Armour stock has really ever been in the history of the company. Since then, Under Armour's kind of gone through public turmoil. They had the founder of the company ended up resigning a couple of years ago, Mm. and they brought in a new CEO to replace him. Since then, have also brought in another new CEO to also replace him. Um, So they've just gone through changes from you know, just a corporate standpoint. And if I'm being quite frank, Under Armour is a sinking ship. And in my eyes, there's no need for Auburn University to keep tying itself to a sinking ship. Um, and, And that has a lot to do with the fact that Under Armour has gone through kind of a myriad of different contract, um, I guess kind of terminations in a sense with other, uh, athletic departments across the country a couple years ago, there's the very public kind of squander that they had with UCLA um, that they were, it was supposed to be a hundred million dollar deal. And Under Armour ended up breaking that contract because their strategy, their corporate strategy wanted to move further away from college partnerships and more toward individual partnerships with professional athletes. So just from a general standpoint, Under Armour is I would say not necessarily focused on building their brand in the college athletic space and specifically in their partnership deals with universities like Auburn. So I personally think it's time to go ahead and cut ties. That's just from a general business perspective. And so when you think about our contract coming up for renewal, I do think Under Armour will still give us the highest, just from a general contract standpoint, highest dollar amount offer Out of Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, you can throw Jordan in there. If all of those companies were to give us an offer, I actually do think Under Armour would give us the highest offer. I think they consider Auburn a flagship program of theirs outside of Maryland and NC State. Um, Notre Dame. Dame. And Well, Notre Dame's contract's coming up for renewal. And Uh it's been rumored that they're not renewing. Hasn't been official yet, but in the last month, it's been rumored that they're not renewing. Um, yeah, but I've said, but currently Notre Dame would be Auburn, almost Auburn, Under Armour's biggest school that they have in college, like biggest college brand. Uh. Yes. Um, yes, I agree. Um, so all, all that to say, though, whenever that contract does come up for renewal, I do think Under Armour is going to give us the largest dollar amount offer out of all of those other companies. But I think it's time for Auburn to really look at things outside of just that dollar amount that they're seeing, because you can see how quickly that dollar amount can deteriorate based off of that 2015 stock dollar amount that they (laughs) issued worth nowhere near $10 million now. Um, You can see, yeah, literally like it's like 80% depreciation, right? Like, yeah, it's, I think it's worth like two to 3 million now, which is insane given the time value of money as well. Uh We, I mean, and what yeah. the stock market and what the stock market as a whole has done since then, if you really yeah. consider that. Yeah, dude. It, I mean, it's exactly. nuts. Um, guys, do you guys remember the NCAA tournament 
with Zion Williamson when he planted in his Nike shoes and then the shoe like burst it open and like he like twists his ankle and he's out and everybody's like oh my god like this is the this is a marketing nightmare for Nike right now right like the college's biggest name at the one of the biggest names in college basketball it's as far as schools are concerned and your shoe blows out and injures him right the Bree Ellis kind of Under Armour debate was giving me those kind of vibes, right? Like, she's openly saying, this stuff sucks. Right? right. I mean, so if anybody follows me on Twitter, I've been pretty outspoken about how I feel about Under Armour. And I tweeted some stuff out a couple of months ago. This is well before she had entered the transfer portal. So nothing to do with that. But this, I tweeted out just how I felt about Under Armour, which was not great. And Brie replied to me and said that she actually ended up deleting it, but said that the softball team literally has to walk around campus in boots because of how bad their cleats are. Oh my goodness. One of our own student athletes said that to a fan on Twitter about the sponsored shoe brand that they have to wear when they're competing. That's crazy. That that's not a great that, look. That's at crazy. All. Now, memes. I mean, you're plugged in on social media, so I, I, you see me. And for those those of you who don't know, Auburn memes knows all and sees all if it's happening on Twitter. Uh, so, uh, you know how how big of a social media PR nightmare is this for Under Armour? Again, you have a school and a brand as visible as Auburn, who was one of your biggest signings at the time in terms of getting that contract, and now. Near the end of the contract, well, listen, man, for years, this discussion has been happening. Let's be clear. And I'll tell you, um, after I got out of the hospital and I was just kind of like rebuying clothes because I had lost a bunch of weight laying in the hospital. And I was like, "Eh." I looked at some Under Armour stuff. And it's crazy. Even when you go into store, like the lack of variety and things that they have in terms of like shoes and anything that's not compression gear, essentially, is kind of disappointing, right? Like. You know, I don't how how big of a PR social media nightmare is this for Under Armour right now with Auburn's athletes openly in revolt against your, the brand that they work with. You know, I'm I'm not quite sure if it really is though, right? Like, right memes, memes. Yeah, I just I like I'm just I'm just speaking purely from a social media standpoint here. Memes like, is this is this are they looking at things on Twitter and saying you know, hey man, we need to. This is not good. All right, so so here's here's where we're going to get at here. So I remember, let's just go back to time machine. I remember like the first time I ever saw Under Armour stuff, like on my radar, was like honestly, it was about twenty years ago, and I remember seeing like guys wear this stuff, like you know, hiking or playing sports or whatever it was. Like I was, and I was like, man, that stuff, you know, that was the compression stuff. I was like, oh, it's so cool. It's got this like synthetic material, and like that was when like Under Armour was really starting to become like this cool kind of felt like a brand of a future fan brand of the future. And then a few short years later after that, and like Auburn nailed that contract and it was like, Oh wow. Like this is big time. And it just feels like Under Armour probably in the last 10 ish years has just not done enough to innovate as a brand. They didn't get big in the athleisure wear, mm. which really, and that was, and you could maybe even point to that might have been one of the biggest flops that they had compared to what everybody else was doing. Right. So it, it, it kept going downhill. So let's kind of fast forward to where it is today and what's going on. So you kind of see that. You see the timeline of, hey, where were we slipping up with this thing? And it, 
it, it, that reputation just kind of got to dwindle. We already went over what was going on with the stock price and how bad that was. So mismanagement from under the company hurts the brand. More and more colleges get away from it. Auburn was like the marquee, one of the marquee schools, still is one of the marquee schools of Under Armour, or the one that's still holding on to it. And now you're having fans openly just talk about how much they hate the brand. You're having players very subtly do it. And when it gets to social media, we've already kind of went over the fans. I mean, you don't have to do a whole lot of searching to see Auburn fans shitting on Under Armour <laughs> anywhere <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> right. Like, they all in. It, it, is just, it is not a popular thing for a lot of reasons. But what's happening there is when you got players who, you know, hey, you ain't supposed to do that. When you're tweeting recklessly like that, it is because you are, you're, you're either drunk or you're so pissed off you feel like you got nothing to lose. Right. And obviously players probably aren't necessarily you know getting on twitter drinking and tweeting their feelings so it's probably the latter of frustration or literal physical pain now why auburn has that under armor why, one of the more lucrative things for under armor as we've already mentioned the money but under armor compared to other school sends tons and tons of swag so like players and coaches get so many shirts so many shoes so many bags so many whatever the whatever they need like so from that standpoint, like Under Armour is taking care of Auburn. That has never been the issue, minus the stock deal. That was the bad deal in Auburn. If they give it a Bitcoin, maybe so. If they renew this thing, don't get the stock. But as we will go back with this, the deal here is has been the quality from an athletic standpoint performance deal and the style. So you're really going to be looking at the easiest thing to point to as far as quality and performance is going to be the shoes. That always seems to be kind of the biggest denominator here you got and it's crazy that you got Steph Curry and you got to wonder like if Steph Curry is not you know shifting the needle for this thing like what 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 professional athlete out there is getting he had Steph Curry and Tom Brady right like, who who is gonna like who and what is it gonna take to get I mean you've got some of the biggest celebrity endorsements you could get in the United States for this right so it, it, it's definitely, and I bring that up from the marketing standpoint and getting that there. So it just kind of gets you a little bit of a head scratcher. Nike's doing their thing with Nike. And of course they got the Jordan spinoff Adidas. You're starting to see Adidas just shoot up. They're popping up everywhere. So you kind of wonder like, what are these brands doing right? That Under Armour is doing so wrong. Yeah. Listen, um, yeah, I brought, again, I brought up the Zion Williamson kind of thing that happened because you know, you know, Bree has been open in tweeting about how she feels about it. Uh, we've seen now, even as we started the pod tonight, uh, we had another exit. I think Brandy right from the um, from the softball team. You know, at some point, as an athlete, does it become a safety issue when it comes to the quality of the gear that you're using, especially in um, any sport that requires cleats? Um, and you know, you're trying to protect ankles and feet and things that you, <laughs> you need obviously to play sports. So, you know, is it, is this a safety issue and are we seeing athletes maybe an open revolt of like, you know, Hey man, like I want a career and I want to finish it healthy and I can't do that at an Under Armour school. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to wonder if that does play a part. I mean, if one of our softball players is making that claim, then yeah. You have to start questioning it because it's not just a fan that doesn't like the gear at that point or doesn't like the logo at that point. Like it's a player that is saying, Hey, like this is happening. And you know, this is what is going on. 
and we are seeing injuries because of it. So yeah, I think you have to start questioning that. Um, also just to give some additional context there, just like around other athletes that are sponsored from a professional level. So our two biggest brand guys ever in Auburn athletic history, Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley, um, they're both sponsored by Nike and they can't wear their, any Nike gear or any Under Armour gear, obviously at Auburn events. So you'll always see them with neutral, for the most part, neutral colored or neutral kind of whatever clothing that they're wearing. So one, it would be great to have a Nike sponsorship because then Bo and Charles can go out there and wear stuff out in public with Auburn's logo on it without having to worry about getting fined by Nike. Charles Barkley could literally during March Madness wear an, an Auburn Nike polo on Auburn game day. Do, do you guys know if it's normal for these companies to have like player liaisons to give them feedback on the gear and how it fits and like how it performs? Um, they definitely have development teams like within their company, whether that's actual student athletes on college campuses that they sponsor. I don't think so, but they definitely have performance departments that are driving their R&D. I think that was a pretty big gripe when Under Armour from a company standpoint, a corporate development standpoint, kind of went through a lot of the, um, I guess, issues that they went through. One of the things that a lot of investors pointed out or a lot of people on their board pointed out was the lack of funding going into development and that kind of ties back to that performance aspect so well well one thing too that was rumored is when cohen jumped in here this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And even kind of around the same time with that Bree stuff and some of these other folks that have maybe a little bit more quietly expressed disdain is that Auburn had taken feedback from various student athletes and coaches and equipment staff, whoever, 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 about some of this, which I think was going to go toward just potential contract renewal running up. But a few a few things I want to ask. At one, I want to bring up one issue of one thing we can think of is the generation. And this is a generation of a lot of pictures, social media, kids doing outfit of the days on TikTok, whatever it may be. So the brand, the style, the look, and especially athletes, all eyes on them, the fashion and that logo, like that means a lot more. For anybody who's listening to the show who's over 25 years old, Versus anybody who's like 24 and younger getting closer to that college age group, like that stuff matters a lot more than the older you are in this show. So you kind of see stuff like that. And like, oh, is it that big of a deal? But for the folks that age, like that is big enough deal. Is it enough to swing the swing the pendulum to another school? Maybe, maybe not, but it probably has more swing to them than it would someone my age. Like, I don't know if I'd care that much, but 
I am not the target audience for this thing anymore. My time is 10 plus years past that. Really, I'm 13 years past that. So like my opinion and my perception of it is not as relevant because like I said, I'm not a college high school athlete. But also let's go back to that. So that that's one element, but let's go back to the core question here. And I'm gonna really ask this for Brandy because Mike Mike told Brandy to cook and Brandy's been in the kitchen. <laughs> but why like people are like, oh Auburn, we don't like Under Armour. We need a new, you know, there's a lot of disdain out there. But what are the specific especially let's say more for the fan perspective? Because we can get the athletes, maybe it's comfort, it's the poor, it's the whatever, it's whatever. And it's ironic because if you watch sports science and all these videos and these people that do these like blind tests of equipment, there's like pretty much like marginally like zero difference in like the performance. So maybe it feels better. That's a different deal. But like the stuff ain't making you run faster. So making you jump higher, like pretty much all the studies will point to a lot of that, but I digress. Let's go to what are the fans like, we're like, do we, do we have real reasons for why we don't like under armor or is it just, that's kind of like everybody's saying it. So I'm going to say it too. Or is it just, they're so fed up with the idea that the athletes don't like it. And they think it's costing Auburn getting premier uh, talent, so they don't like it for that reason. Is there anything outside of that? Yes, yeah, I mean, so one, like, definitely you said the it's preventing us from getting premier talent. I think that's probably one of the biggest things for me. Um, because people may say, oh, that doesn't matter. Well, you know what all these kids, especially these basketball kids, grew up yep. doing? They grew up wearing Jordans. As much as you may not like to hear that, people who dislike Nike as a brand and what their views are outside of just what the gear that they provide, these kids that we are eventually recruiting to play at Auburn, whether it was for basketball or football, they grew up wearing Jordans. That is just a fact. Also, especially on the basketball side of things, there are two very, very big circuits out there in high school basketball. You have AAU, which is Nike, and that's Nike EYBL. And then you also have the other circuit, which is sponsored by Adidas. These kids start playing in these circuits very early on. And when that happens, brands are there because they're sponsoring the events. And they want those kids to go to schools that they sponsor. So they'll keep wearing their stuff. So then if they reach the level where they want them to be a star face for them, they'll already have that connection since they were in eighth grade. That's happening, especially in the basketball realm right now because of these EYBL, Nike EYBL circuits and then like the Adidas circuits that are happening right now so, too. So the, so the camps, and that, that is a big element, one I, I mean, totally forgot about, but that, that's something that I actually had a recent conversation about. So you're saying a lot of these camps you know, across all sports that are sponsored by these brands – that is something that has a lot of allure for some of these kids. Yeah. Yes. It definitely has a lot of influence on them, especially on the basketball side, because the coaches that are coaching these kids oftentimes are getting paid by Nike or getting paid by Adidas too. So wow. these coaches that are influencing these kids also are being influenced by these brands. And this kind of sounds like a conspiracy theory. It's not, this is truly what is happening out there. And they will tell them, Hey, don't go to the Adidas circuit. Don't go play on that team. You're playing for my team in this Nike circuit. Wow. And that's happening on the football side of things too. Like as, as you've seen, like the Under Armour all American game has kind of gone downhill in a sense. And you've seen a lot of college or a lot of high school athletes opt out of playing in the um, Under Armour All-American game. So what you're saying is big, big apparel is brainwashing these kids. Not brainwashing them, but definitely influencing them. But that's that's this new age of social media that we're living in too. 
Yeah. So, so yeah. So from a fan perspective, yes, like the allure of top talent has a lot to do with it. And that isn't just because of the logo though, which people sometimes think it is just because of that. It, it does have to do with some of these camps that are happening too. From an actual kind of apparel standpoint, I really don't have gripes in terms of the type of, I guess, apparel that's offered to fans when it comes like things that you can buy. I mean, me personally, I'm not going out there and buying Auburn gear for necessarily how it feels. I'm kind of, it's just me. I just like how it looks. And I kind of lean more towards brands like Home Field and um, Scarlet and Gold that have more of a vintage look to them. So from an actual kind of gear standpoint, I don't mind the gear itself. You will never see me ever purchase a pair of Under Armour shoes though. So when it comes to performance, even when somebody who works out in general, you will never see me give money to Under Armour because their shoes, in my opinion, are so bad. I have two pairs of Under Armour shoes and I'm telling you, they're my least favorite shoes. Can I, can I, can I hot take real quick? Yeah, sure. Yes. I had a... Uh, so, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll be contrarian here because uh, I'm hoping somebody from Under Armour is going to hear this and be like, hey, that's my boy and send me some swagger. So y'all DM me. <laughs> but um, I had like every Under Armour, like shorts, shirts, it'd be like, you know, more formal wear, athletic wear, whatever. has always been like one good quality. It's held up well. It's been real comfortable. Like I, I personally always liked the clothing, but at the end of the day, what I noticed much between that and Nike or Lululemon, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's just higher end athletic wear to begin with. So, I, 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 me personally, I haven't had a deal now. I think we're all kind of leaning toward the shoes or I'm going to take a huge hot take. I had a pair of um, Under Armour like workout running shoes and I always thought they were like comfortable. They were lightweight. They breathed well. Uh, they they were awesome until my dog chewed them up, which I think that's going to like make a lot of people laugh um, because I think that's probably a lot of people might view Under Armour um, at this point in time. But I never had a big issue with it. Also, too, I wasn't like out there doing D1 athlete stuff. Yeah, true. But, you know, at the end of the day, now I haven't, I mean, I granted that pair of Under Armour shoes I probably got nine years ago. So maybe things have changed. I don't know. Um, like I said, not doing D1, D1 athlete stuff. I think there's a lot of people who have uh, more one star reviews than maybe my life. Yeah, you know what four I think. Four star review, but that, you know that what? Was just, that was just me for a second. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just me, just talking. You know what I think about when I think about this conversation, guys? Is is that um, the gear definitely matters because when a recruit, when a football recruit comes on a visit, what do they do? They dress them up in the jersey, right? And, and they, they let them feel. Of, yeah, they get a bag full of swag. Yeah, they get they let them feel what it's like. That's an NCAA violation. The they do not get a bag full of swag on their visits. Yeah, yeah, they they, they let them try on a bag full of swag, but yes, they let them. There you go. <laughs> but they let them feel what it's like to wear the gear, right? And kind of give them the feel of like, hey, man, this is how you're going to march out onto the field. And if this stuff, as a football player, you've been wearing this stuff your whole life, right? So when you put on something that doesn't fit right or doesn't feel right or doesn't feel like you can play in it, you know. That's why I think real athletes, and this is Brandy why I asked the question about like, hey, man, do they have player uh, uh, liaisons with the schools that they partner with to give them feedback on the gear that they're providing to the athletes? Because if you ask me, you got a star like Bree Ellis, I'm just like, hey, let's check in with softball R&D team and let's just make sure 
that the softball players like the cleats or, you know, hey, if you could change anything about these cleats, what would it be? Right? That's got to be part of the R&D. And it seems like maybe they're doing that poorly. Like, I, I just, for this to be the way it is and for it to be what I will call as toxic as it is from a player and fan standpoint, uh, who over there is hearing this and saying, we got to make some changes or... You know, you have a school like Auburn that dumps us. And then after, because listen, man, after you change uh, uh, brands, you might see people come out and say, man, I'm so happy we changed because you're not our brand anymore. And and then you got an even bigger PR nightmare after. After after the relationship has ended, you always should talk your ex, right? <laughs> man, let me I tell you, a, she sucked. She didn't I got cook, she didn't, right? Like you just start blasting them. <laughs> and, and well, I will say, like, if we do switch from Under Armour to either some kind of Nike brand, whether that's Nike or Jordan, or whether it's Adidas, that's really the other Russell, options out there. Yeah, um, Russell Athletic. Russell, Russell Athletic. Okay, <laughs> um, if we do change to one of those from kind of our professional athletes out in the professional world standpoint, mm-hmm. we've already talked about Bo and Charles being sponsored by Nike, but from an Adidas perspective, you know what two-star athletes signed with Adidas immediately once they went to their respective professional leagues? Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith. Wow. Okay. So not only if you move to either Adidas or Nike, we benefit when it comes to our star players that have come through Auburn and are already out there into the world and also continuing to put Auburn's brand out there, which kids are looking up to those kids or kids we eventually might recruit that kind you of thing. Either star, way, we benefit from that. You said two star a little too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, two star athletes. What yeah. two star athletes did we recruit? Oh, yeah. oh, not two star, <laughs> like two TWO, not two like recruiting. Yeah, star. No, somebody, yeah. somebody listens to episodes about what the hell, Brandon, what you said two star. Walker Kessler was a two star athlete. Brand, no, Jabari, a two star. Like, did you guys wow, hear Brandon calling Walker a two star? No, two meaning Walker and Jabari, two, a few. I got a, I got a, I got kind of a hot take perspective real quick. Okay. Can I cook for a second? Can yes. I get up the stove? Get right, in the right, kitchen. Right. Get in the kitchen. Okay, I'm gonna throw, throw my apron on. So Mike always asking me, hey memes, what you seeing, what you seeing on social media? What's what's happening on Twitter? And you yeah. know me. I got I got eyes all around this head. So I'm watching. And what people have been saying, we're gonna we're gonna keep so it's just easy, to, very topical. We're gonna keep reading softball as the example, but there's insert various sport here. A lot of people have been saying, rather it be from the the facilities, whether it be the NIL, whether it be whatever, whatever. A common phrase you get is it's a non-revenue generating sport. We're not going to put resources into it. Why do we care? And the big phrase, why do we care? So here's what I here's what I want to ask. If that's going to be our attitude about it, why not just have a volunteer coach? Why not give them hand-me-down material? Why even keep the field up? If it's something we don't care about, and it's something that we don't make any money. I'm sure I'm sure Mickey D makes a lot more than me. I'm sure he makes more than all of us. He might make more than all of us combined. I don't know what he makes off the top of my head. It's probably a fair salary. So at this point, why, like, if, if that is going to be, and this is very much a fan perspective and a message board perspective, but if it is a why do we care, I mean, like, why just why even have good players? Just like, hey, we're going to find some high school kids enough to field a team because title. Like, why not just do the bare minimum that Title IX says we have to do? Like, we'll have a coach 
and we'll have, I guess, enough facilities to like operate and we'll just get players who are there, but like, we don't really need top tier talent. We just need female bodies to suffice for title nine. Uh, this is a very a dark take, but like, that is my response to what I've been seeing a lot of people say. So if that is the case, why don't we just do that? And then we can just pump those resources to things that make more money or things people care about, et cetera, et cetera. Their words, not mine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mm. Uh, Brandy, I'm gonna let it. you go on this one. <laughs> y'all can have the y'all can have the floor. There's been online discourse about this lately. My take is that at the end of the day, all of these individuals are Auburn students and Auburn student athletes. And you can't go out there and claim that we are an everything school and in the same breath uh, claim that you don't care about non-revenue generating sports. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. sorry, but you just can't do that. So to the people who are out there saying that they don't care about these non-revenue generating sports, there are a lot of us out there that do. And there are a lot of us out there that want to see them succeed. We literally just had an Olympian come to Auburn and compete for two years straight in a non-revenue generating sport. Are they they non-revenue generating? I mean, they're packing out. uh, Gymnastics might be revenue generating. Yeah, like they're packing out. Yeah, the arenas are packed. It's just as packed as basketball games. Yeah, gymnastics might be a revenue generating sport. I'm not entirely sure there, but either way, um, I I don't care. Either way, all these sports matter. And... This is a great week to talk about this because Auburn's men's golf is literally competing for a national title this week. Yeah. And that is a non-revenue generating sport. So if we go out there and we win that national title, all of you this week who are claiming you don't care about these non-revenue generating sports, I better not see a damn post from any one of you guys talking about that Look, national championship. Hey, because hey, you just hey, told me you didn't care about it. So keep that we same need to, energy. Keep the we receipts, need to, memes. Keep hey, the receipts. We need, we need to take away them boys' golf clubs. Go give them some thrift store golf clubs. Go to the garage sale. Use that money. Get Peyton Thor tire shine on that brand new truck he just got. Oh my God! Listen, um, to Brandy's point, if you just because you stop caring about non revenue generating sports doesn't mean that the schools around you are going to stop. Right? The other SEC schools are going to stop. I mean, I mean, we would look foolish. Um, and I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know if there's anything that would come off more sexist than not caring about all these other sports. Right. And then only you understand what I'm saying? Like 
it, it's, it, like, it's almost like elitist for the three major yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the three major sports just as much as anybody else does. But at the end of the day, I love all of these other sports that I keep up with as right. well. And I might keep up with some of them more than others. Like I grew up doing gymnastics. So I'm very much so connected to Auburn gymnastics uh-huh. because of a personal connection. And I love just watching softball. It's a very entertaining sport. So I may keep up with those a little bit more than I keep up with, let's say, our golf teams. But at the end of the day, I care about all of them and I want all of them to succeed. And if there's an opportunity for our athletes in those non-revenue generating sports to capitalize on NIL, then I really hope that they're able to take take uh, advantage of those opportunities. Yeah. But I I was saying, the thing with those is like, and what people forget is like, you know, I hate it when I see fans like bash is like, all these athletes, like they hang out with each other. They're all tight. They know each other. And like they got each other's back because at the end of the day, they're all busting their ass to be elite at whatever they're doing, whether that right. be golf, tennis, volleyball, football, basketball, softball, whatever. So like they know what kind of grind it is doing that. Guess what? They're all going to practice. Like they're all like fine tuning some type of skill. Like they're all out there grinding. And so right. like, Nothing, nothing's worse than like, let's say you're a football player and you're dating a tennis player and you see some idiot on Twitter, like, oh man, we need to, you know, kick off the tennis. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, that's like, like, I know how hard that particular player works to do that with that Auburn uniform on. Like, I don't like you saying that, like, you, you know, why aren't you coming at me like that? And it, it's just an ignorant statement. And like, I don't know why people, and as Brandy kind of said, it's like, people will kind of come out of the woodwork like, oh, golf national championships. Like the week ago, they were like, you know, hey, we don't like, well, we don't care about softball. It, you know, that, that program can, you know, blow in the wind. All right. It's just, it, it is a bad look that folks are having. And and as we've said, like being everything school, and it's fine if you only want, and I, I tweeted this earlier today, tweet did pretty well. We did numbers. I'm, you know what? We're going to read it verbatim. We're, we're going to read it verbatim. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, do it. Was that, was that good? I said, caring about, Football, or only care. Yeah, you know, I can't even read my tweet. Reset. Caring only about Auburn football is fine, but it doesn't give you a right to openly bash other sports, players, or fans who play for or follow and care about the success of all sports that have the Auburn logo. It's bad luck. Be better. So with that whole deal, it's basically just being that's fine if you only like football. You only like football and basketball. You only like football, basketball, baseball. That's fine. Those are from a national standpoint three of the most popular sports it makes sense those are going to do numbers obviously one of those is going to be the biggest revenue have the biggest tradition biggest footprint etc cetera, etc cetera. that's totally fine but when something happens and people support and care about these other sports you kind of take this like really weird flex high horse and like bash the other one it's like why why are you bashing your own university like the auburn on auburn hate across the board for all things it's just like it completely asinining to me and crazy. And it, you saw a lot of people with the softball deal talking about the you know various girls who left very, very soon after developing stories to a little strange. We will see how that looks in the next uh, days to come. And a lot of the chatter about that was all it was an IL deal. Well, it's a, probably a lot of various things. We don't know exactly what it was, but that was kind of the easy fan narrative to pick on. So therefore everybody, you know, hit that and said, Oh, well, you know, why, why, why would we care to give them NIL deals? It's like, well, because they're, they're going to go to Oklahoma or Clemson or wherever else and get that money too. So it's like, it's obviously there is enough of a foothold 
there is enough of a level of caring from these other schools, these other places that want to be good and keyword here, everything that they are going to do this. And right. so rather that be from the institutional people caring or that be from the fans caring or whatever, it's just like, it's fine if it doesn't matter. And like, you don't really care one way or another, but to openly vocalize it, doesn't do anybody any good it, it hurts and it's a bad look for the university and then like brie ellis going back to our girl all roads started in with her she was hey good for her she was flexing on some of these people like calling them out for some of the crap that they were saying Excellent. it's like yeah like the players see that other players like softball community is pretty tight, tight community i guarantee you there's a lot of girls in college and high school who follow her and see what she's doing on social media She's got a lot of awards. She's gotten, she's a very decorated athlete for how young she is. And like, she is, the other people are now seeing Auburn fans like talking shit to a girl who is still an Auburn player. She is still, she is in the portal. She could come out of it tomorrow and still be an Auburn athlete. Yeah. She did not bash Auburn. She's loved Auburn. She's been nothing but good for it. She had personal reasons. She wanted to move on. That's great. Nothing but love. If you, if you, Kick and scream on the uh, on the way out the door. That's a different story. She not do that. She handled it with grace, and she did her thing, and that's awesome. Love her. Hey, thanks for the time you had here. But fans don't need to be acting like that. If you don't care, then shut your mouth. But if you just want to like actively talk shit, and I mean, I think that's where we might get a little bit back to the sexist word Mike was saying. I hate to kind of put that label on it, but like, yeah, that is kind of the look that it's getting at. Is like, oh well. You know, hey, you know what? It's a female sport. I don't really give a shit about that. If you do, if you really don't, don't tweet it. Just don't put it out. Just keep it to yourself. If you don't care, then just don't care. Well, fan behavior. Luck. Well, fan behavior on Twitter is always right. Something leaves you something something to be desired. I, I just feel like at the end of the day, a lot of these athletes are making decisions in their own best interest. And as fans, you know, sometimes it goes in your favor. Sometimes it doesn't. You can't get mad when you get athletes in from other programs and then be mad every time one leaves. Right. Just is what it is. Uh, you know, so hopefully what Bree does is she helps the generation of athletes to come after her because they won't have to deal with she's ensuring they won't have to deal with the same issues that she dealt with by making sure she speaks up to say, we're not happy with this arrangement. And you may not, like, fortunately, it's a good time for her to speak up because it may ensure that that deal does not get renewed if it's not a favorable one for the university and more, most importantly, the athletes who have to wear the gear. Right. Now, yeah. uh, now I, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Memes. I was saying, I was just a little interjection left. Like what's even more embarrassing is like these are athletes that are like some of which are even teenagers are over here telling like grown ass men on the internet, like calling them out for their immaturity, which I think is hilarious. It's like you got guys that are anywhere from like five, 10, 15, 20 plus years older than you, and you're like, hey, you're acting like a weird child. You know, like that to me is just hilarious. Like these these guys that were going after her on the internet that she was even calling out, like Brie Ellis is what, 19, maybe 20? Like probably not yeah. old enough to drink. And these are like grown ass dudes who are in their twenties, thirties, maybe even forties. It's like that's that's what we're doing. Like, and I think people forget my last message on this. Like, one, like these are people. Like, and you're you're not just attacking a figurehead. Like, this is a person, and this is a person that went to your school, like competing on your school, like wearing 
your logo, like they love your school and you're going after them. And also too, to make it like, zoom in a little bit more, like you're going after a kid. Like, it's just a really weird, weird, fine line. And I've, I've, I've been vocal about this stuff before, but like, I just, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that kind of stuff, especially when it's shown your own team. You know what? Like there's some players in other teams. They don't get it. They pick the wrong deal. That's how it works. But like when it's your own team, I mean, that's like a snake trying to eat its own tail. You just look at that snake and like, you're, you're an idiot, snake. That's what these fans are. All right, I'm done. You, I'm 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 gonna let you. I'm a step. I'm taking my apron off. I had to get right. I had to get off my chest. Well, you know, it, it's it's interesting to me that this is where we're at in terms of that again that partnership, um, and how quickly it's fallen apart. Listen, I, I mean, I think we can all just agree, Under Armour sucks, unless they decide to sponsor the War Report, and in which case, it's the greatest stuff I've ever heard of. Right? <laughs> uh, listen, guys, I, I want to thank uh, Brandy Mac for lending her expertise in marketing and financials uh, to this pod this week. Uh, I was very informative. I think I learned a lot. Um, and I think we understand a little bit how this is going to affect the athletes long-term if they choose to continue this partnership. I, guys, I don't see it happening. Cohen gave an interview that said, hey, man, <laughs> we're looking at it, right? Essentially, you know, I'm paraphrasing him, but it is definitely something they're keeping an eye on. But we want you to keep an eye on us. We'll be back next Thursday. Uh, at the Auburn Express, powered by the War Report. I want to thank my guests, as always, for joining me on a Thursday. Uh, we'll be back at you guys next week, hopefully talking about how Auburn baseball killed it in the SEC tournament up in Hoover uh, and Whoa. some other successes. Hashtag everything's cool. So we're signing off, as always, War Eagle. War Eagle.